You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. I am Richie Castellano. Today, I am not in the Band Geek studio. Uh, from time to time, I record from different locations. So this is one of those times. And uh, you might not know what this room is, but we're at the mighty Phoenix Studios. And I've done a lot of work here. This is almost like my second home, uh, especially with this room in particular, because I had a little bit of a hand in, uh, in helping out building this room. Uh, so I want to talk about who I'm with right now and what we're doing here. So... To my left is Tony Hansen, who has been on the show before. Yay. Yeah, we, we, we clap on our show. Sorry, it's my, yeah, inaugural, our, my inaugural episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Our, our show is a lot of clapping. We, okay. we, we're, we're very, uh, you know, we, we clap for ourselves. It's self-indulgent. They get, they get like the clap and it. they give the clap. Yes, I exactly. Like, well. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously haven't spoken to Jimmy Dugan yet. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> knew that joke was coming. <laughs> Bad. Terrible. Right next to him is the incredible Dan Isgro. <laughs> now you don't know who Dan is yet, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Uh, a very right. a very familiar face is my best <laughs> bud Damien Scro. <laughs> uh, Damien's been on the podcast a couple of times. He mm-hmm. was on the Tiger's Fangs. Uh, uh, Extravaganza. No, what did we do? We did a commentary track. <laughs> we did a commentary. Another mm-hmm. self-congratulating episode. Yes. You know, those are my <laughs> favorite my kinds. Awesomeness. And, um, my awesomeness. And also, Damien played the part of Joe Mama Besser on the Spinal Tap Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. So that was yes. awesome. So you've seen Damien before. Fun. A couple more band geek noobs. We have Brooke Armstrong over here. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, an, another girl besides my wife on Band Geek, if you can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know more than one girl. I know two girls. I wear her on my shirt just for proof. There is two on your shirt. There's Brandy. That is great. Oh, yeah, Bra- you about right. Brandy. I know, well, Brandy's oh. like, did you, did you ever see Home Improvement? Yes. Oh, she's the next door neighbor? She's Wilson. So she's, yes. like, she's mysterious. <laughs> just, uh, oh, yeah. she is this? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. But, you know, I have to have a proof that I know two women on my shirt to show people. Um, oh, yeah. While I'm at it, Band Geek merch, guys. If you go to uh, richiecastanow.com, you can get this awesome shirt. We have uh, your Mixes Wax shirts, Band Geek shirts. We got a whole bunch of stuff. We got mugs. I don't have a mug, which is stupid now that I'm realizing that I should have brought my <laughs> mugs. Much like this one, yeah. but not really <laughs> like that. Well, it's a similar, similar material, but it says, you know, says banding. <laughs> <laughs> and Ceramic. Last but not least, the amazing Vinnie Pro. Yay! Yay! Um, 
Just a, just a little side note about Vinny. Vinny did Uh-oh. me a, a huge solid this year. Uh, for Christmas, I was trying to think of something weird to get my dad. Now, you guys who watch Band Geek know my dad. He's been on the show a few times. Uh, my dad, and this is actually on topic, my dad is a Dungeons & Dragons freak, but he's only online. He, played, he plays Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> online. Who here has played Dungeons & Dragons online? I live on that game. You still play? I still play. Wow. Do you see a guy running around today with no pants on? Who's also king? I have I've been hoping to come across your father for the longest of times, but unfortunately, we are not on the same server. Uh, Richie's father, John Castellano, um, <laughs> when, I, when I first got, got to know John, uh, I was just starting to work with him a long time ago. He, I started mentioning Diablo just as a fluke in front of him. <laughs> and then he's like, he goes, oh, I play Diablo. He goes, you got to come see my character. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> I never knew that day would be something I would never forget and remember until the day the I die. Because oh, he's the blurry guy? He's yes, a, yeah, that story. Oh, no, no, was, that's a different story. Oh, okay. But that, that's, that's in the same category. Okay. That's his nephew, Rich's cousin. They're all doing it. All the Castellanos are, are mid-maxing their guys. So, so, John, so John comes in. He goes, watch my character. And his paladin runs out on the screen. And there's all bad guys like coming up. And they all go, whoa, 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 They die like, in his presence like Jesus yeah. Christ. Yes. That he doesn't have to hit the button. My dad is hardcore. So, so for wow. Christmas, I, he's playing a... Two-handed paladin uh, in in Dungeons and Dragons Online. So I broke into his computer and I uh, I took a bunch of screenshots of his main character and I went on that what's what's that what's that Hero Forge? Uh, Hero Hero Forge. I went on yeah. HeroForge.com and I printed a 3D. Uh, <laughs> sculpture, 3D print of his character, and then, uh, but Which, it, it looked like crap, but then Vinny brought it to life <laughs> with his unbelievable painting skills, yeah. and it looks exactly it's like great. him. It's scary. <laughs> it's great. He, he got a little misty when I gave him that. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, like everything else I get him ends up in a drawer. So, <laughs> but that was like, he's like, hey, look, it's my paladin. showing everybody. But uh, that's why we're here today, because mm-hmm. Tony and friends have started a new show I don't know if you can call it a podcast because it's like a podcast and a YouTube show. I say a web show and podcast. Yeah, it's a web, show. web series. That web, web series. Web series. I, think, web series. I think that's the cool thing. Podcast is so 2008. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. web series is a new thing. So they started a, a, a web series called Audio Dungeon and it's about their love and, and I guess our love for Dungeons and Dragons, role playing games. So um, can you talk about that? And I, um, you know, Tony, basically, Tony is a big supporter. Of Band Geek, so there's a lot of like synergy. We can, synergy bonus. There's a lot of synergy <laughs> we can use because uh, Tony did the Dungeons and Dragons episode on Band Geek, and when we go over to the hole on Riotcast and we do their uh, like the crossover episodes, <laughs> it's like you know crossover episodes that nobody really wanted, but we do those. <laughs> but um, but we have a great time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we have fun. That's all that matters. And uh, we've talked about this before. So. Tony has branched off and done a whole thing, and he's built this room. I don't, can you see this room in the picture? Oh, yeah. He's got, like, uh, you know, torches on the walls. It looks like sort of like a tavern. Yes, we have um, sconces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to call them torches because they, they read as torches on, on camera. Mm-hmm. They don't look like, you know, digital, <laughs> digital sconces. They're not but, digital. They're real. Yeah, they're real. There's real I like them every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, he's branched off, and he's done his own show called Audio Dungeon, and he's built this whole setup for it. This setup's amazing. We're going to talk about that, but can you just briefly go over like what Audio Dungeon is? Yes. 
So Audio Dungeon, you know, when we first went on your show and um, did it for for you guys, that was that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun, and it's kind of kind of chimed in with what everything a lot of people say when they're kids, like, "Oh my god, imagine if this was filmed," <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, that was that idea come to life, and basically, I just I took all, all most of my best friends, you know, um, that I knew would be great for the game, and we're all on it together, and. Um, we basically came together and put together a show where we play fun improv Dungeons and Dragons base games, and uh, we also have the main story, which is Dungeons and Dragons as well. And um, is we, it is it pure Dungeons and Dragons? Are you playing by the rules, or are you doing it's your a, own thing? It's modified. So I made a modified version of Fifth Edition for those who know what it is. <laughs> and <laughs> next channel. <laughs> so, so basically, basically, uh, long story short, I I made a. a Bridge version, not too abridged, a little bit to cut corners and make it yeah. faster. Uh, sometimes you roll too, dice for too long, it gets boring. You know, you role playing's fun and certain things are fun and certain things are boring. But um, so basically, we play like this story about an epic war where like the about these ancients and the gods, they're all part of the land and the mortals are living amongst that land and they're just trying to survive. And we play three fun games um, where one's called Escape the Dungeon, where you have to survive in a uh, scenario. Uh, a Dungeon Dragon scenario, Riddles in the Dark, another show, which is a puzzle D&D crack the case mystery type game, and then a game called Super Zeros, where you have to uh, utilize a somewhat useless and some, somewhat mm. useful <laughs> set of abilities, uh, all, picked, all picked randomly, and try to, try to uh, beat the evil, evil villain in a thing. So we're having fun, and we're playing Dungeon Dragons, and uh, we have live episodes. People come on, and they, they play with us, and they try to help us. Is this what I'm going to do with you after the, we're recording this? Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to do that. I, I, what we're going to do today, though, we're going to have the uh, Marvel talk. Okay, is that going to? That's going to be an episode of your show. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do? Can you? Can we get a, a you know a me shot? <laughs> a nice money shot right now. We got okay, so, we go. so uh, in the corner, I can, I can never remember which corner it's going to be, but I'm going to put the link <laughs> to uh, the episode so you can go to it right now and check it out and subscribe to their channel. Please do that. Tony is awesome to the band geeks, and we have to be awesome to him. Um, Another thing that's interesting, uh, just the difference between the way you and I do things, which I think is worth talking about, this is not the first time you've tried to do a, a streaming role-playing game. We tried to do a streaming role-playing game. Me, uh, and uh, you were there, too. I was Damien. there. And you, and you. Yeah. I was there. No, but like we, we the different, okay, now, just, just to demonstrate the difference, I, I, I'm kind of like janky when I do things. We were in the kitchen. We were in my kitchen, <laughs> and I put up a, I put up a, green, a green curtain, right? And, and we did it green screen on it. It was amazing. It really wasn't, right? Nice. So we did this, and like we're, we're, we're like, we have a little microphone, and we're surrounded by our kitchen, and we're on Twitch doing it. And there were like two people that watched us, and and like one guy was on every week, so it was like he was like the the next player, right? right? But he started getting a little demanding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to respect your audience. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. Audience. He's like sure. I'm the only guy watching. This. Like, do what I want. You're gonna listen to yeah, me. I am 100 percent of demands of your audience. <laughs> he got his own character. Yeah, he was he's in. on. He what? was in the. Yeah, we get. He, he, he's he, our two units. He played, the guy he, showed he was up. A droid. We it was did great. It, we did it, it for about Star like a Wars, month or two. Uh, right. right, Star Wars role playing. Right. We did. We did. We did it for like a month or two. And. 
and was we, had, we had a day where we had about 200-something views, remember? There was you, that. No, that was an accident. No, 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 no. Don't be confused. What certain bigger Twitch streamers do is like when they're off for the night, instead of having their channel be blank, they'll go re-host something. something yeah. So they'll go, to, hmm. to, to be charitable, they'll go to the person with the least views on Twitch, <laughs> which was us, and they'll repost it. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, nice. so all of a sudden, there's like 200 people you know, talking about my wife on there. That was fun. <laughs> um, so I was like, honey, don't read the chat right now. <laughs> don't. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a girl playing a role-playing game. So, so, we did it, yeah, so we did it in the kitchen, right? With like, you know, improvised stuff. Yeah. Like, and, and every time, every whatever it was, Wednesday night, I had to like rearrange my house <laughs> to do this and set up the screen. That's how I do things. Tony reclaims a room at his facility here. He's like, this is the Dungeons and Dragons room for broadcast. It's like, it's purpose built for it. So I applaud you for doing things the right way. It, it, it was a scary thing, but Yay. hopefully it works yeah. out. But what, what else do you do in this room? Uh, so we've been setting it up for a, a bunch of different things. So on the other side of the room, which you can't see, we have the white room, which we can paint green for chroma key uh, projects or leave it white for photography, music videos, all sorts of things. Um, we have a DMX system above our heads, which you the know about. DMX. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> so, everybody makes that joke every single time. I can't say those letters. Never gets old, man. So, yeah, never gets old. Um, so we, uh, we do uh, photo shoots, do music videos, things like that. We can turn that room into any color. And here we're starting to do start a network pretty much for Phoenix and starting to bring other shows in where we can go live. We can shoot in 4K. We can shoot in 1K. So, for example, if someone wants to do their podcast here, yeah. they can do it. It's, look, it's, it's pretty easy to do it here. Um, it, it's basically plug and play. You're, you have it set up so easily to do a show here. So yeah. if anybody is in the New York area and they want to do a podcast and just you know, don't have the space for it or don't want to take over their kitchen, what you could do is you could <laughs> call Phoenix Studios and that's how, you know, it'll make it easier for you. Um, so this room in particular, we did something else here. We played a game called Artemis, which we talked about on the show before. Mm. Uh, and we rigged – I helped Tony rig these lights up here where um, – we were doing like a, We were inside a spaceship. Yeah, and this was like the warp trails and whatnot. But the, the interesting thing is, um, if I can toot my own horn, because you know it's fan geek with Richie Castellano. Um, um, so if, if I get, you know, it, it, um, part of like your setup here was kind of like my setup was the beta test for it for the stream. Absolutely. So like. I, I did all the stuff. I, I made all the bad purchases. And then Tony's like, what'd you buy? I'm like, don't buy that. Buy this. You know, so I, 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 I want to say I'm a little responsible for hel- helping save Tony a little I'll, bit of money I'll, I'll, and time. I'll pick it up from there and say that you're, um, you get a lot more credit than that because what I did when we starting this, I mean, I've been in audio for a long time. We've done music videos for almost like eight, nine years Yeah, this now. is a recording studio, guys. They have an, a giant SSL Pro Tools HD rig in the other room. So. Yeah. So um, this was very – this is very much, uh, very much different than anything I've done. And the biggest problem was the lighting, the DMX. And there's absolutely no way I could have tackled it without your help. Because literally I'm sitting there and he's like, he's talking about OBS. And I'm like, okay, I know a little bit about it, but not that much. And then we're going into the lighting and the DMX technology. I'm sitting there and I'm like, i got to learn so much stuff <laughs> right now. And uh, if I didn't have you to help me get through that, it just... I'm even going to ask you more stuff today. No, I, I appreciate that. And, <laughs> and we're not done. The setup, yeah. the setup they have is, is, is it's pretty sophisticated here. I mean, we're, 
it, he's using a Soundcraft UI 16, yes. right? And that's when all the we have the Audio Technica headsets. It's right down here to your left. Oh yeah, so everything's going into there. Audio Technica headsets, uh, right into OBS. They have HD cameras. It looks unbelievable. 4K. 4K. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's very impressive. Um, so that uh, you know the the tech side of things, and it just this whole room is great. Everything is remotely controlled from a touchscreen DMX program here. I think you're using my DMX three, like I am. I am. The and you know the funny thing is like I it's it's like full circle because I learned all this stuff from gamers. I had to do all the streaming yep. stuff. Gamers and porn, really, <laughs> but but mostly the gamers. Mostly gamers. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, the the gamers like. And the, the, okay, so like in the music field, there are a lot of guys who kind of hoard information. Like, oh no, I don't want anybody to have my settings. I don't want anybody to know, you know, what I'm doing in my mix. I don't want mm-hmm. anybody to know what gear I'm using. Yeah. There's a lot of like, no, 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 this is my secret. But like the gamers were so, they, they, all of them do YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, here's how I do it. Here's how I stream. So I, I learned all that stuff. And there's another guy I want to give credit to because he's like our grandpapa with all this stuff. There's a guy named Monty on Twitch. Uh, uh, the uh, Twitch. Twitch channel is called Scene of Action Music, mm-hmm. and um, he did all, he hit me to all this DMX stuff. So, but it's funny how like I learned this from gamers, and it comes back to gamers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, that's I think that's cool, and, and I think I I always support like a free sh- like you know um, exchange of information. Like I think everybody's so so just like oh I, I I'm gonna, I have to be the only one. Like, you really don't. Like you just have to do it. The way you do it, you know, like obviously this is not the first role-playing game web show. You know what I mean? There are there are others, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's the first game that has your guys like your, your personality and your take on it. And that's what I want to talk about. And I talked about this on another episode, but <clears throat> this is really funny because Tony, for the longest time, was a closeted nerd. <laughs> he didn't want anybody to know about it. Like I used mm-hmm. to be like. Oh Tony, let's let's show these people the lightsaber duel we did. He goes, no man, <laughs> I, can't, I can't I can't have my client seeing this, and it just it just warms my heart to see you just dive headfirst into this arena. He's finally giving right. in. He did that to you too. Oh, yeah, he just me? No, no. Okay. It's like he basically yeah, he like made, he made he me w- pull stuff off of YouTube that we had up, and he was like, no, we can't have this. He up was there. ashamed was like, of all of us, Tony. <laughs> he was ashamed of his relationship <laughs> with all of us. For your career and our friendship, I'll take it down. Yes, that, you know, you know, it, it, you have to. Like, let people see how nerdy you are in just like little bursts. If, if Vinny had his way, people would just see everything all at once and they would, they, they would, just, blinded for life. They would just break the TV. You know what? Ha- see, if I- you are a savvy YouTuber, there's still stuff up there. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's a treasure trove. I just, I'm just so proud of you that you had this ep- epiphany that you, uh, you know, like, that you've come out. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to come out of the nerd closet, it, it has to be the right way. And this is this for me was the ability to do so. The business finally reached a point where I had to sacrifice this room and to make it and say, okay, I'm going to take a chance on a TV network, you know. And then if I'm going to do that, yes, I'm going to take a chance on being a nerd in, in, in public. <laughs> I, I want to tell a quick story and then go around the room and ask everybody about this. Um, I'm so afraid I, of what you're going to do. I <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I remember when I came out of the nerd closet. Um, see, the thing is, as a guitar player, I always thought I was cool because I played guitar. You know, I never played music that was trendier in style ever. But like, I thought, like I had this guitar. Like chicks will just you know come to me, and it just didn't happen. So I'm like, 
And I just thought, I just thought like, oh no, I can play Van Halen. I'm cool, right? And I was in college. You know, I'm like watching Star Trek: The Next Generation in my dorm room alone, right? And uh, and my my roommate comes home. His name was Connor, and he said. Something like what you know? It's Saturday night, man. What are you doing? I was like, Oh no, it's a you know, TNG, uh, you know, marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is the one where Barkley gets caught jerking off in the tra- in the uh, holodeck. I'm not missing this one. So it's like, so, <laughs> so, I know exactly what episode that is. <laughs> Broccoli. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Broccoli. So, so it's, like, but he's like, he's like, no, nah, but this is just you know a TV show. I'm I'm cool. He's like, dude, you're a nerd. He told me, I'm like, I am not. I was offended. <laughs> He's like, you're a nerd. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm cool. I play guitar. I play gigs and, you know, talk to chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, 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 Stop lying. Why don't you say that? I talk to chicks. I talk to chicks. Yeah, talk to chicks. Excuse me. You're standing on my wire. Can you, uh, just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you take your, your martini off my amp? Thanks. <laughs> um, the, and then he was like, no, you're a nerd. And like, I was really offended and wounded by it. And then I thought about it for like a, a week or so. And I'm like, yes, I am. Son of a bitch. He was right. He, I, and I <laughs> said, you called me up and you were like, did you realize? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was that year that I, that year that I went to, I might be, I might be messing up the timeline here, but I think it was that year that I went to uh, the Attack of the Clones premiere in full Obi-Wan garb. And mm. then the news interviewed me. And <laughs> <laughs> No, because there was like a huge, oh, no. there was a huge <laughs> line at the theater by where I went to college. Oh, wow. And the, and the yes. news showed up to see, oh, Star Wars 2 is out. I was there for that. You were there. And I, I, had my, and I had like my Obi-Wan costume, which was okay. And I had like a lightsaber and all the it kids were coming awesome. up to me. It was and awesome. then the Great. news came up to me. And my, my dad was there, and as they're interviewing me, my dad's just like. <laughs> Wait a second. Were you still under the impression that you weren't a nerd as no, you this were is dressing this up? This is after. A, oh, this okay. is once I, okay. I embraced it. He's accepted it. Good, good, good. He right, accepted right. it. So, like, yeah. And, and uh, my dad was there. And then what happened is, like, my father's in the, you know, retail music business. All of his salesman friends are calling him, you know, I just saw your son on TV <laughs> dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very difficult. It was a difficult time for my dad. But I'm like, you're level 85 on Dungeons and Dragons Online. He's like, but I keep it in the yes, house. Yeah, yeah. But to, take, to take that story a little bit further, like oh, you were saying God. about me being comfortable about going out there, you yeah. kind of made that journey as well because <laughs> when you you know when you first came to me, like because you knew I played, you're like, listen, I know you played before. We try, you know, maybe maybe we could just try, it. like you know, and then we did it, and then you. Oh, no, we played Star Wars first, I think. I want to tell that story, but I want to come back to that. It remind okay. me, because I want to talk about that. But, but um, I, just, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to say, when I joined Blue Oyster Cult, they told me, uh, Alan, told, he heard that I did that. And this was like maybe a year or two before I joined the band. Yeah. And Alan's like, you're in a band now. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Rest in peace, Alan. But, uh, <laughs> but then I, <laughs> Richie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, at first I was like, I guess he's right. But then after a while, I was like, you know what? Why hide this part? This is like my, one of my favorite parts of life. Aww. But I, I want to go through the room, and we we talked about you, th- this is kind of your coming out. Like this is <laughs> this is th- it is no. Come on, you you tried to like this, you know, this, keep this, it on the DL for a while. This episode is the coming out episode of Tony Anson. That's what it is. It is, and, and like now you're just like no full force. I am. So, so listen, I'm sorry not to interrupt. Yeah. But, but to touch on that a little bit, but like Blue Oyster Cult was like, you know, at, at the time they were coming up, like that that scene was like their main. 
Oh, get out of here. I, we have we have songs about Elric of Melnibony. We have like, we have, like why, why would we like to be like, no, you can't do that no more. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, man, like let's this, we're rolling. They were probably, yeah. they were we're probably worried with. that he was a little too far into yeah. the nerd world. All right. All right. All right maybe, Eric yeah. wore a ninja costume on stage. I'm just saying that. Just saying, put it out there. I, hey, I, I perform with Blues the Colts. You did. Dressed, you dressed as a monk. Dressed as a monk, playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I felt like I was DDing and yeah, Rockstar at the same time. And I'm like, that's right. Just loving this. Loving this. Best you, of both you were like legitimately LARPing at that point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I had some cool comments too. They were like, yeah. the guy looks at the emperor. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry, I derailed. No, the that's good. So, so Dan, um, when when did you realize that you know you weren't a normal? Per- you weren't a muggle. <laughs> 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 I, I was. I, 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 I'm probably the opposite. Like I always knew that I was very nerdy. I always knew that I liked stuff. That you know, whatever. I was never under any false impression that I was cool you're in still, any way, shape, or form. You, 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 you could pass though. From a, from a from a no, just from a physical uh, description, like maybe, like people look maybe. at me and they're like, that guy has you know a, a Counselor Troy toy at home, like like you, <laughs> and, it, and 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 it's sullied, but you, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but it was like the um, the, the, I did have a story once where I, it was my first job out of college, so it's this is like just the time where like you're starting to meet people who aren't in like some type of immediate circle. So, like, and, and, you know, for the most part, it's like, okay, they seem like they're all right. I seem like I'm all right. We're doing our separate things, whatever. And I was, um, I went to lunch one day, and I sat down at a table by myself, and I took out my player's handbook, and I'm creating a character. For yes, yeah, you were. And I'm like, I'm like yeah, I'll tell you more whatever. about character. <laughs> but every day, but every day I would sit there by myself at lunch, read a book, whatever. So this day I decided to make my character at lunch. These two guys walk over. And like, there were just other guys in the office. Again, they're, all right, they seem pretty cool, whatever. And they sit down, and like, for some reason, they decided today was going to be the day where, like, we're going to be friends and we're going to sit down and we're going to have a conversation <laughs> and say, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. And I had to, no, 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 it's, they, it's not. And they pick n- up their lunch nothing, and they walk yeah. away. Nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't come in. I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, nerd? Yeah. Uh, needless wow. to say, they did not sit down and have lunch with me <laughs> after uh, I collected everything and... You know, kind of oh. told them that I wasn't doing anything really cool, but you know, whatever. <laughs> wait, wait. So you just said like, it's like, what are you doing? You're like, nothing doing, not, nothing really. And then yeah, yes. they were like, oh, we're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they really did that. Yes. Like, that's like out of a movie. That's like something like, that happens no, in a no, movie. No, no, no. See, that's that's harsh. <laughs> That's yeah. really hard. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. But I like I made I made it like kind of clear that I was like I'm doing something here. You guys don't have to whatever you know. Like I got weird. and I got defensive. He put okay. up the, uh, I knew something didn't make sense. Right. Like if, if he would have said, "Hey man, this is Dungeons and Dragons. Everybody's doing it." <laughs> yeah. That would have been a different right. story. But you're like, yeah. "Don't look at me." Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think and I think one of them actually said like you know condescendingly like mockingly like, "Oh, what are you playing like Dungeons and Dragons or something?" I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that's how you know he went to school in Staten dragons. Island. <laughs> hey, we do Dungeons and Dragons or something. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Oh my god! Wow. So, <sighs> and that, and after that, you adjusted your way of thinking. It, it sounds like that was the pivotal moment for you. You're like, yeah. You're like you know what? I'm just going to have to be okay with people having that re- reaction. Yeah. Sometimes. But, but it's, it's, <laughs> almost, it's almost like the opposite. It's like I don't, I don't have to be comfortable with like telling everyone, you know, what I'm doing. Like I have to. 
pick and choose, you know, where it's like there's one like today there's a guy I work <clears> with who's very much into Star Trek, is very much into like the comic convention scene and stuff like that. So I, I feel like I could talk freely with him about this stuff, but like ninety nine percent of the people I work with, no, it's like that one guy at work who's a Nazi, and you can talk with him. About <laughs> <laughs> wow, I have a story. I have a story that Joe Perry, one of our, our other friends, from, from Aerosmith, right? Yeah, <laughs> not from Aerosmith. Yeah, this is, no, this is band geek. No you have relation. to clarify that. Sorry. We have a friend named Joe Perry, <laughs> not as much and this is this is eighth grade, and Joe is in class with me, mm. and a teacher is asking like a question to preface another question. <laughs> you know, like like like, like what color the what color the sky? Like blue, like and I, one we all know, but she's gonna lead on. So she goes, Mister Hanson, and she has me stand. Mister Hanson, stand up, and, and she goes, <laughs> she goes. What language we speak? <laughs> now, oh, before I tell you what I said, <laughs> oh, no. oh, in, in Dungeons and Dragons, the game we play, everyone, and they do this in, in Game of Thrones also, they say the common, common. tongue, you say common. And common is English, right? Yeah. So everyone just speaks common, or if not that, you're speaking ner- another nerd language like dwarf or elf. These are oh, characters in the game. <laughs> so she goes, Mr. Hanson, what language do we speak? I go, common. <laughs> <laughs> I go red like a light bulb. I look over it, and Joe's like this. And Joe's in there, and he goes. <laughs> Brian Murphy's in his other room. He's like, oh, my God. And so I'm red. That's and great. then, uh, then I, I go, I, English, English. And I sit down, and I'm red. And then I, I, I am realizing, like, after like, like a second, I go, no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, beat red. And I'm like, oh, my God, it was so bad. <laughs> that's awesome. The one place I did not want to reveal that. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that story. Oh man, so bad. The, uh, that, is, that is great, actually. <laughs> so common. <laughs> the, the common tongue dungeon master. <laughs> so I want I want to move over to Damien now. Oh, I, I've known Damien for a very long time. Mm. Um, I, I met him my first day of high school, um, and. You were not a nerd. I wasn't. No. Um, you but were... then we started hanging out and everything changed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, affect, I affected him <laughs> or infected him. him. No, I think I was, but infected. it wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it was I was. Repressed. It was dormant. I wasn't, it was I wasn't dormant. clear about it. You, you know what it was? Like, I wasn't, yeah. The two, he, Damien and I, <laughs> when we were like 15, 16 years old, were so into music. It, we were basically mm. like one-dimensional. Like it was like that's all we wanted to talk about, mm. all we did. We never... We never really talked about anything else. Um, he was actually a, a bigger Star Wars fan than me at the time. Uh <laughs> yeah. But we used to do like – but, no, but the thing is like for the first like two, three years I knew him, like all we did was music. But then like what happens is when you get cars, when, when you're you know, yep. a, a teenager and you get a car, Mobile. you get the freedom to do what you want. So we just used to like hang out together just until like two in the morning because we could. And, you know, mm-hmm. my parents looked at me and his parents looked at, you know, him and us together and said, these kids are not doing anything that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're not getting into any trouble. They're, this is impossible. There's no drug use going on here. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to tell a quick, a quick side story. Um, mm. My grandmother, God bless her, and God rest her soul. My grandmother is part of the reason why I have a warped sense of humor. Uh, my grandparents were, were very, very instrumental in that. But... um. Me and Damien were like watching a movie. I think we're 17 or something. We're sitting on, my, on the couch and my grandmother walks mm. by and she says, looks at us and she goes, now just picture 
17 and uh, year old me and Damien. <laughs> or you know, 16. It was, I, it was, I, I yeah. think we look better now by Probably, a lot. Probably, yeah. Uh, but, was... like, it was a bad scene. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. It, like, I, I, I looked like a, a before uh, uh, part of a Clearasil commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. So, you know, my grandmother looks at us and she goes, you boys are sexually active, right? Oh, my so, God. So, so me and Damien. She just went right there. So like, me, and Damien, me and Damien look at each other like, and we go, oh, yeah. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, 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 sure. And she goes, Richie's grandma. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. She goes, remember, no. dollies, when it's raining, wear your rubbers. <laughs> oh yes. Great advice. Yes. Yeah, that, that's I'll never field. forget it. This is your that's, father's mother? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That's and wonderful. Totally just field. wonderful. Holy smokes. Yeah. And, yeah. And, it was but, great. But like... I'm just was, picturing what advice. I just thought that because I'm picturing what he and I must have looked like to people <laughs> in high school. So um, then w- when we had, when we got cars, we were able to. And I'm I'm speaking for you, but when we, when we got when we got uh, cars, go you, did, you used to do something called Scro Masterpiece Theater. Oh man! Right? Yes. And what we he would wow. do is he would take <laughs> this he, sounds golden. He would take a TV. This is great. With like a DVD player built into it. Remember those? VHS. Yes. Yeah. It was, or, we or, was sorry. Rocking the VHS. VHS. We was yeah. rocking yeah, VHS. Yeah. Okay. At that and time, we would watch the Star Wars trilogy out in his backyard. Wow. You know, while eating or something. You know, like, some, of the some stars. like beach chairs or blankets and like yeah. make a whole night out of it. We used to stay up to like six o'clock in the morning watching is, movies in the backyard. But the masterpiece theater. See, the thing is, like, <laughs> Star Wars is more of a a mainstream thing. Like, you can like Star Wars and not know anything about yep. the stuff that we know about like you <laughs> the rest of nerd culture yeah like <laughs> you know like you know you, the movies and that's about it yeah like you don't know who the special effects coordinator was on episode five <laughs> like i do you know what i mean like we know all stuff. this like ar- arcane <laughs> nonsense yes. but um <laughs> i think like once we got cars we were able to like find the things that we like to do together mm-hmm. which were mostly like video nerd games stuff. and movies <laughs> like so when did you because you've embraced it as you became an adult, but like right. when we were doing music, That's it wasn't true. a big deal. So, is like when did when would you say was the pivotal moment when you realized mm. that? Yeah, I was thinking about that since you brought it up, and it's it's hard for me to say, but I I feel like during high school was the era where I really kind of started to embrace it. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't feel like I ever like had a pivotal moment where I changed my way of thinking, the way of myself or anything like that. But I think that's when I. You know, start to re- like I said, really embrace more of the nerd culture mm-hmm. that was out there. You know, now, at that point, the the thing is, like you and I, sort of became aware of this part of ourselves, <laughs> uh, like uh, just a few, maybe a decade or just a few years before it became widespread. Right, cool. It'd be cool. <laughs> But someone like Dan, who had a traumatic experience as a child, <laughs> how, how do as an adult? Yeah, how, how do you feel? How do you feel looking around and seeing like Dungeons and Dragons references on TV and and you know all the stuff you're into? Like, do you say right on? You know, it's this is cool, or you say like these right freaking on. posers? Yeah, like, I, well, it kind of bothers me because I'm like <laughs> wow. you know like especially when people throw around the word like nerd and, and I'm, I'm a nerd, I'm a, I'm a do- whatever. It's like no, 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 no. No, if like if you went to school and like people picked on you because of stuff you liked and, and you weren't one of the the big cool guys like you were a nerd. <laughs> a nerd is not Hold like, him. Hey, like Hold I, him. I like that TV show too. We're such nerds. Yeah. Well, that, no, you're you know, not. That, that no, brings you're up not. a really interesting point because I feel like the nerd thing like you have to earn it. You have to do. You have to, you have to do <laughs> yeah, you stuff do. that's like 
you know, listen. Tra- you think you might, well, you know, once you again, might... it falls back to what Richie was saying. You might know Star Wars the movies, right? Yeah. But, but like, right? I've studied that who, stuff. Who's like, still tipping? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Who still right. tipping? Exactly. Is, yeah. And then you can come yeah, and talk then you to can me. Talk to me. Our, exactly. our stories would be like our parents. Like I had to walk three miles of school in the snow. Ours yeah. would be like, right. you know, I, I, no, had to, I, I had to walk and hide my handbook, and it's, I couldn't tell yeah. people. About I waited online to see Star Wars for like you know how many hours, you know, or waited online for this. Didn't you get thousand people googling who the hell Phil Tippett is? Yes, can, well, I know. Can I can I uh, out, uh, tell an embarrassing story about you? Well, what else would be you know? Did you answer answer this question? Answer this question. Oh god! Did you get fired from a band because you waited online? You skipped rehearsal to wait online for Halo? No. 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 Okay. That's not a real <laughs> Halo Two. That wasn't a real story. Halo Two. No, but I did wait on many lines for that. So whatever. No, that, that wasn't the reason. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. no. If it was and or I'll was it, it was a Halo 2. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> but I've waited on a lot of lines. Was, was I not there that day? <laughs> nah. Now, I've waited on a lot of lines. <laughs> I, love, I love you, Damien. Thanks, man. You too. <laughs> so that brings us to Brooke. Brooke. Yes. You you can also pass. Like you're a pretty girl. Like no one would know. Thanks, man. No one would know. <laughs> right. No. You can hide it. No no one would know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 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 when was the moment? <laughs> the moment was I was 12. And I mean, I'm not like a gamer nerd per se, I guess, but you said I said like uh, nerd. Nerd, nerd, <laughs> that's a French way. Um, but I was always growing up, I was like a big uh I collected rocks. I had like five gallon buckets of rocks all around my house, my room. I uh, carried a field guide to dinosaurs book with me everywhere that I went, my school bag every day. Um, I collected coins and stuff like that. You know what's funny? You're doing nerdy things, but for actual things based in reality. All the guys exactly. are creating fantasy worlds, yeah. and you're like, I, you know, I'm, she, I'm actually into science, yeah. not science <laughs> fiction. <laughs> like, yeah. at, the, at the same time, you're saying things I want to make fun of you for. I'm just like, holding it back. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> she wants to become a geologist and a, uh, what's it called? A, an archaeologist. Well, and here we are. A we dinosaur like, hunter. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, well, every summer in my aunt's pool, I made up this uh, rainbow land at the bottom of the ladder, and like everyone had to go down and make sure the princess was okay. Like that was a thing. We did it every year until I was like, I don't know. They got rid of the pool. That was I don't know. Last year. I don't know. Yeah. So like that. We got rid like, of the pool. Rainbow land is too much to bear. So, does, so um, is is a, is a prerequisite for for being a, a nerd. Uh, or geek, uh, that you take these things you did when you were a kid and you never really feel comfortable letting go of the things you, that you enjoyed when you were a kid. Would you say yeah. that's something that, that you experienced? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the, the part where I came to realize that I was uh, considered possibly a nerd, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I was 12 and my friend, my friend Michelle was over my house and we, I was watching Aliens and she was like, can we watch something else? I'm like, why would you want to watch something else? Like, are you crazy? Right. She's like, we've watched this four times already like, in the past week. What do you mean? I'm like, she goes, there's people, people are waiting for us at the guardrail. We're going to go to the movies. We're going to go there. I'm like, nah, I don't really. If you want to do that, go do that. Like, that's totally up to you. You could go take a, you know, she's like, but it's the summer. The sun's outside. I'm like, but aliens. But Michael Pine and aliens. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is the bad part. That was me like right two days ago. This is yeah, Richie's story, story exactly from college. <laughs> so, yeah. So right, that right. when so, I was like, uh, uh, yeah. you, made, you made me think of another story. I'm, so, I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. Oh, no, please. Um, I did, okay, even though I, you know, was what I was when I was in high school, <laughs> I still, 
I still tried to, to, you know, get a girlfriend, you know, and I was successful at one point, but I tried and, you know, all my friends used to make fun of me, but I would have, you know, I'd invite like a, a nice young lady over my house and I would put on Spinal Tap, right? I, that was okay. the date movie. <laughs> spinal Tap. And I, I did this, I did this about three or four, it is a great movie, it is a great movie. I did this about three or four times. Now the thing is, I'm 17, my younger sister is 13, Right. And my, I had to have my younger sister, Lauren, tell me, why do you bring girls over <laughs> to watch Spinal Tap? <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's the greatest movie ever. It's, it's my favorite movie. She goes, that's not working for you. <laughs> 13. Yeah, she was, if I was 17, she was four years younger than me. She was 13. And she was just like, you have to stop this. She, she was a wise. She was very bright. She was very yeah, wise. She's, she's oh, very no. I have two sisters, awesome. and they're both much smarter than I am. But like, That's it was awesome. just so funny that my my little sister, who was a kid at that point, and I'm a teenager, she's just like, "You need to stop this." That's a perfect '80s movie, though. That's yeah. a perfect '80s that's little so sister great. coming up to you, like yeah. Spinal Tap is fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. But no, that's Spinal great. Tap. That, that's that's in our uh, that's in our pantheon of movies. Oh yes, that's right up there. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's your thing. That yeah, that was that was when I first. Really, you know, realized I didn't want to do anything but like watch movies and talk about my rocks and dinosaurs and you know space. Mm. And stuff. Well, that, you're a, you're a unicorn. That's awesome. <laughs> See, now, now, if you would have never told us this story, I would have thought it was when you met your husband. To be honest with you, well, I that knew was just okay. You hold on, hold on one second. None of this was my, relevant. Mike, hold on Mike one tra- second. <laughs> Mike went the opposite way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> M- what, meeting my husband. Because we did go to high school together, but we weren't like our pads. We were like two ships, right? Hmm. But meeting him and like, I guess that was like my true confirmation. Like I was, it was like total coming out age, I guess. And like, and, and your you husband know. ran the other and direction. Yeah, he was. He's like, I just stopped playing D and I just got away from this, and you're just getting into it. Like, yeah, just when I thought I was out, <laughs> he's like, he playing D and D so I can get married. Yeah, he's yeah like, exactly. I get married Mike, so you can, so you can play D so my wife can play D and D. Mike used to be like bored under the, under the table, like like sleeping. We're trying to play Dungeons Dragons. He roll his die. He go back to like sleeping. He didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. You, you and then he met a, a wife that wait before. Before this, though, before this, when we were dating, um, I insisted on playing Halo with him, right? I yeah. insisted on playing Reach and, like, doing the campaign and, like, beating it together because that was, like, how I wanted to prove that we could do something together, you know? We completed it and it was like, yes! It was the coolest thing, you know? And um, I think, like, that kind of really sealed the deal with us. Like, that just made our bond that much stronger. Or the fact However, that you were just a female. And a female, <laughs> yes. A female, well, the long hair, too, and the, the scent, the scent. It was a different kind of musk. Pheromones. Different musk, yes. But he continues to play Reach, but only the... Um, now it's Reach Around. The, uh, yes, now it's Reach Around. <laughs> by himself. By himself. Now by himself. Uh, yeah, I've, I've gone... To Dungeons and Dragons, and he's just gone to the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> to play Halo, to play Halo by play himself. Halo. That, you know, <laughs> why he's, you can just call me. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I don't know like, either. I think he likes to, you know. <laughs> he, we, we also enjoy Halo. When I, <laughs> when I brought my wife when we first started dating to, to some gigs, uh, one of my favorite drummers, uh, Bobby Rondinelli, he pulled me aside when he saw her. He goes, 
does she know about all the weird shit you do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, she does. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you, that, that was a complete conversion. Yeah. Because we, I, I remember, I think you told her that, you know, if you were ever get married, you'd have to have seen all the Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I said, mm-hmm. these are my friends. If you want to know what we're talking about, you have to watch <laughs> these movies. See, see, I tried that. It did not work. It did not work. <laughs> uh, I just, Can't you know, win them all, then. You can't win them all. Did not work. I, but the thing is, I, I don't know. I, I guess it could be. You know, your wife could be just not into this stuff. But it's like, not in the least, I, I go overboard with things, and I'm like super enthusiastic about them. So I guess like her not she knowing nothing. She would, no, <laughs> she, you know, she was just like, what is this thing that's so amazing? You know. Yeah. But you know, now she's into it. She's actually, she surpasses me in a lot of ways. Like she's rewatched Game of Thrones four times, five times. Nice. Uh, she's read all the books. Like she, she's earned her position. Yeah, I, as she's, well. Let me tell I think you. She's earned. She's put in the time. Yeah, I think she knows the only, her stuff. The only contribution I made to her development as a geek <clears throat> was that I got her into sci-fi. She mm. was into fantasy. You know what I mean? Like mm. she already was up on Lord of the Rings and read all, all the books. Like she was, uh, uh, you know, really versed in that. But to me, like I, I Star and, Trek, th- and that's why, mentioned. like every time. She so, never really had the in, like into the the real deep stuff. Well, but Star Trek is I mean, Star Wars is a great um, like gateway thing for fantasy people because it, it has the whole element of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um, and that's why like I'm I'm mainly a sci-fi guy, and that's like when we, when we play a role-playing game, we usually do a sci-fi one because it's and, like and, I'm I'm not really interested in in the. And you know. Am- Amory's always like, "Can I be a wizard in Star Wars?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> as a Jedi. <laughs> and she was. <laughs> so, Vinny, talk to me. Oh man. <laughs> I yeah I was just always <laughs> it was just there it's just a uh, you know part of me the entire time you came you came out of the womb like this yes ah! <laughs> <laughs> just just pushing the glasses up <laughs> he came out with a Star Wars deductible in his hand yeah, yeah there, there was there was no there was no gateway drug there was no it was just here it is <laughs> you have a pretty impressive memorabilia collection right oh I do. I do. I I collect a lot of autographs and st- a lot of Star Wars autographs. Let me let me clarify that. And have you ever been to Damien's house? Actually, no. I have never been to Damien's because he doesn't invite anybody over. I think no. a, I think he has a body that he buried nope. there or something. <laughs> has no time. Wait, for who us. hasn't been to Damien's house? Ra- show of hands. Who has not? Yeah, his, these guys. I've been to the new one. You have been where, to the new one? Where yeah. you are? Where you are now? Well, yeah, I think I've so. been there once yeah. or maybe yeah. once. The one on. Uh, no. Just give her right out. <laughs> anyway, yes. three. I'm a nerd lady. Finn and I have discussed yes. our our uh, collection of uh, Star Wars uh, memorabilia. You know, yeah. he, he's he's got it bad. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I Vin's got three versions of everything. I've run out of room. I can't buy. I have to that, like stop buying. See, stuff, the thing you is, know, you're lucky. You're still single. You can you can do what you like. I gotta like tone it down. I gotta I gotta play. Husband, I gotta play. I've father. run out of space. He, he, he has oh, a phantom PayPal account. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all, all, all that means is that you buy all the same stuff you've always bought. No, no. Less people know no, no, about no, no, it. No, no. See, see what I've done is I, I've condensed my collection down from buying everything into buying expensive pieces. What's right? the most? Ex- what what's, what's your prize? Most expensive possession in in this uh, oh my area? God. Probably some of my signed. Signed pieces that I have. Mm. Uh, like you have a poster with like everybody on oh, it. Oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's not see, but that's something you you made it expensive. Like yes, you, that was I work. Made it expensive. You didn't just buy it, but that's that's yes, the correct. same. That's just as good. Correct. Oh yeah, 
Damien, what's your awesome. what's your most expensive uh, nerd? nerd uh, I don't position? know if it's my most expensive, but one of my favorite uh, items. I have a uh, New York City uh, Toy Fair. I forget the year, but it's a Darth Vader. It's a metal Darth Vader action figure from the New York City Toy Fair. Yeah, and it was like very very rare. It's expensive. Like I don't know what it goes for now, but that's like one of my favorite pieces that I have. Uh, yeah, from my collection. Anybody else have any like prized uh, nerd? I ha- trophies. <laughs> I have the I have like the first Dungeons and Dragons like handbook like pamphlet thing they made. Oh really? Which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah. You, you guys know what I have. I have the, that oh, too many lightsabers. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> too many lightsabers. No, it's I. I, I more such a thing. <laughs> no, because I. You know what? Like I've been looking. I guess it's because I'm sort of like pissed off at Star Wars right now. <laughs> like that. I'm like I looked at my shelf the other day with lightsabers on it, and I was just like. Why did I do all this? Why did I buy all these? I have, que- I have a question for you. What? So you, ha- you have many, many interesting guitars yeah. over the years. How come you don't have a lightsaber guitar? I, I keep those things like – because a lot of people say, oh, they show me, they'll send me a, a picture of like a Darth Vader guitar or something like that. And I'm like, you know what? Like I, I like not, – Not even for use on it for, for a political no, I, I, like That doesn't do anything for me. Like no. like that whole like crossing of the, the two things that doesn't do anything for me. I mean, I know some people are, are into it. Um, he keeps his culture separate. Yeah, I, <laughs> he likes the music here and is yeah. is nerding here. Yeah. It's yeah. It, well, when I went to Star Wars Celebration, I realized that I'm not as nerdy as I thought I was. Oh no, no. Like, I, we, I wanted to beat up a few of those people. We, we, <laughs> so, we, we talk about how nerdy we are, but there is always the guy that is. There's always the there next, is someone the more. That, There's always the guy. That, that, see, but the person be, who's put more time in. Yeah. But being more nerdy or putting more time in or having more stuff—that's not terrible. What what makes it bad is when like like all the stuff makes people obnoxious. That's when you or, really, or, that's the level you never want to get. I don't to. like it when the people get into the fandoms where like they want to fight you over because they think they know more than you about something. Right. That, you know, that you know what it is? It's 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 only crazy to the point or crazy to people that are not in the world at all is when they see that it's something that to them looks like it's completely owned your life. Like some people are living in that world, well, like and never yeah. come out of it. Well, they see you being passionate about something that they they th- don't think has any value or right. worth. Wait, I, that's kind of what it is. When like, you guys say fight, do you mean like physically fight like, or like no, roll? No, are like, you no. rolling d twenty? <laughs> no, like, physically fight. Oh, okay. Like, that's like, a valid question. Because I can see both. You right? Isn't it? I mean, well, two nerds would just roll characters and make them battle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no people would just fight. I've legitimately seen at conventions people arguing over stuff. Oh yeah, like like. I thought you who, were going to tell that Jedi? story. Like, like going to get into a fist fight over who's the better Jedi. Like, no joke. I thought, I thought you were going to tell that story <laughs> no when joke. I threw you out of my car. The- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like telling that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one you don't like telling. All right, that's it's fine. One th- it's one thing where it's between friends and you just get a little heated right. about it. It We've is what it is. You're having, arguments. A, you're having a passionate conversation. <laughs> that, was, no, that, that was an awesome night, actually. But, because <laughs> like when, when two, sh- two complete strangers are ready to go yeah. to blows right. over that's, like... That's messed up. Oh, that's no, Obi-Wan's that's no better than Luke or whatever I, it is. I didn't it, experience that. I just experienced like... The, okay, the, the great thing... I, I got to... There's some people who are watching who are just not interested in, in this topic. That's okay. But, like, the great thing about role-playing games, especially tabletop role-playing games, is that it's like going over to your friend's house to play poker or something. It's the same thing. Yes. Except mm-hmm. it uses a different part of your brain. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all it is. Like, poker, you're, you're calculating, you're, you're like using... There's a strategy. There's a, right. there's, it's a different you know, kind of, like... You're not losing money. It's a different mm-hmm. kind of instinct it uses, where this is just... A, it's like social thing. So... I like when there's social gatherings because a lot of the people who are like us lack social experience. And when I see some people like that, I feel like, 
I feel like kind of awkward, and I'm like, man, that's too bad. You know yeah, that, that it's like this guy's lived his whole life revolved, yeah. revolved around this one thing, and he knows nothing but it, and mm-hmm. it's always or isolated. Do, He's always isolated himself, right? To that, and and that I saw a lot of thing. people like that at the at celebration, yeah. and I was just like, man, I, I'm not as hardcore as I thought I was. Like, I'm not willing to shut Sacrifice. shut everything <laughs> yeah. else out for this. But um, so that's that's kind of what I want to talk about next is the. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and it was fantasy football night. And there's guys there with stat sheets and oh and and, it's just and iPads, and they're doing this. And I felt like going up to him saying, "That's our thing." Yeah, like, like what do you think? That's what you think. What do you think you're doing? This is that, one of Dan's, yeah. Dan's uh, famous. Uh, that, that's, that's what bothers me about yeah. that because, fa- like, fantasy football f- for for. For as socially acceptable as it is, you right. could like literally. I mean, I, I play. I'm in like one league a year, and you know, it's it's fun. I don't take it too seriously, whatever. But I could literally go to any party, not know a single guy there, mm-hmm. walk up to him, and start talking about fantasy football, and it's completely socially acceptable. Right, because it's got football on it. Exactly. Yes. But I can't walk up to, to like random Joe and start talking about my you know fifth level paladin. It's it, like people would like I'd, I'd be laughed right out of the party. It's Dungeons and Dragons for jobs. It's all exactly. it is. It's exactly what it's it, all is. it is. But because it's on ESPN, it's it's socially acceptable and it's it's just fine. Perhaps we need we'll just get a network. ESPN. Well, my hey. buddy. My <laughs> hey, we got esports. You know, you know, we're on fun, the way. Funny, funny story about that. When I was when I was a kid, uh, my buddy who I used I to play I invented D and D ESPN. When I when I was a kid, uh, I, had a, I had a friend I used to play with, and he ended up moving upstate. Right, so we used to play over the phone, right? Because we were very close growing up the whole time, and like you trust his roles. Yes, well, okay. yeah. Listen, everybody. I'm fudge, just making sure. Everybody Bro, fudges their I trust numbers. Your roles. <laughs> that's everybody big, fudges though. It's, you know. But anyway, hmm. so you know, we're we're nine, ten years old, and he's telling me he's like, oh yeah, there's a club up here we play all the time. He's like, and he's got this campaign going on. It's between us and them, and blah blah blah. And then he tells me a story of like, oh yeah, they got a television show. And it's like they animate what oh, you're doing, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh man, this is awesome!" I'm like, "Dude, I'm moving up to like, I'm moving up to where you live." And it's like, <laughs> I, "I'm coming up," and guess what? I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm baby. Doing it. <laughs> I am doing it. That's it. <laughs> wow, I, that story. I didn't know See, where that was going. You know <laughs> the um, so I want to talk about <clears throat> my intro to D and D. I played. As a very young kid, maybe nine years old, um, and I played maybe once with my my friend's cousins. He had older cousins, and we played, and it was absolutely miserable. Like he spent the whole time reading the book. We didn't actually do anything. I was like, I was intrigued by it because yeah. you know I I always had a vivid imagination. Like my sisters always said, like you know some people you know have a have an like an imaginary friend. They, my sister said, Richie has an imaginary world. That, that, so, like, to me, that was very appealing. But I didn't I – the guys I was trying to play with couldn't figure it out. They must, if I was nine, they were 14, and it was sort of, like, over their yeah, head. Yeah, over their heads at that point. Um, and then I played again in junior high school. I tried, and we played at lunch, and it was, like, not very fun. So then when I met Tony, he's like, you want to come play D&D? And I was like, you know, I tried it. I don't really like it. it it's like it's – I want to like it. I just, it's not for me. I don't like it. He goes, well, why don't you come down to the studio? We're having a, like, intro, uh, an an intro game (laughs) for people who've never played before, just to, like, sort of show you what it's like. Now, you were there. I was there. Was I there? No. This is, like, like 17 years ago. No, you might have been there, but (laughs) I I know Brendan was there, too. 
Yeah, I, I think right? I was and I think we I played was in there. Studio B. Tom, Brendan, I think I was there, wasn't I? Richie. You might have been. I believe I was. I think I Ryan Cavino came down, a drummer from Phoenix Down, and his friend mm-hmm. Derek came down. But so the way I used to play Dungeons and Dragons as a kid, and people play like this, the 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 person who leads the game is called the game master or the dungeon master, or whatever, and and it's like okay, you enter a uh, a, a dark room, and the only light is from a torch in the corner, and you hear scurrying. What do you do? And you go, oh, um, I take out my torch. And I light it, and I say to the person, you know, who goes there, right? And that's how you play it. It's very much, I do this, I say this, right? I come here to <laughs> Phoenix, and Tony's like, okay, you're in a forest, and uh, a guy comes up to you, and, and he gives a setup. Okay, go. And I'm like looking around, and Dan goes, who goes there? You know, he's doing like, 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 a, like, a, like a, a perfect, perfect, you know, Middle English accents, right? With the thing, and I'm looking at him like, "What did I just get myself into?" I was like, "Oh man!" And then you, but like, I was really taken aback by you, and I was really freaked out by you. No, like, no, because no, listen, when someone this is comes phenomenal. up, when someone comes up to you out of the blue, you just say, "Hey, how you doing?" You just you sit down, and two seconds later, they're like, "Hawk," you know, <laughs> "Show thine sword," and he's like, and I'm like. I'm looking at Tony, and he's like, like role play. I'm like, uh, hey, you know. Uh, Park yourself. Sir. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was not, I was not expecting because that's not how I played. You know, I said, uh, Tony, like, when I play, I just say, I, he goes, no, no, you, you have to inhabit your character with this. I'm like, and I was, like, not comfortable with it, and I, and I didn't do it after that. I was like. You talked a little bit. I, I talked a little it. bit, but I was just like, it was, it's fun, but it wasn't for me. And then I think you and I. Found a Star Wars role playing mm. game. I was like, wait a minute. This, like, the problem is, like, the whole fantasy genre, I'm familiar with it. It's not my wheelhouse. Mm. Like, when we saw the Star Wars role playing game, I'm like, oh, I know everything about this. Like, I'm, I'm looking through the book. I'm like, I can do this. And I gave it to Tony. I was like, do you think you'd be interested in playing this? And he looked at it. He goes, yeah. So we got a game together, and mm. that was a blast because the, <laughs> j- just because like I was more comfortable in the setting, you know, like I didn't understand how I was supposed to be Much as a level one rogue, yeah. but I understood what I was supposed to be as a level one smuggler. You know what I mean? That was a little easier for me to deal with. I can't remember what I played the first uh, campaign. Is that the one we played in our you, apartment? Yes, in yeah. your apartment. You were oh, a man. Um, classic. You were like a fighter type turned into oh yeah uh, the dark lord. Dark lord, of course. I, I gave you your dream. <laughs> 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 your path was, was your dream. So. Um, <laughs> And the real credit goes to you, Tony. I'm going to kiss your ass for a second. Is is that like you have such a talent for this? Whereas when I've tried to play the, play this in the past, people have gotten so hung up on the rules that it just sl- slows the game down to a halt. And what you do is like you have a grasp of not like you might not know what a stormtrooper's hit points are from the book. You don't have that memorized. But what you Showed everybody, it's like you don't need that to be memorized. The most important thing is telling a story together. Like we're all mm-hmm. telling a story. And I found that that's where me and you get along the, the most. Like we are both wanna, we're both storytellers. We both want to tell a story. The story trumps everything. We want to let everybody know that. And yeah. like any players I've had, tr- like, because, you know, with the, the thing is with Dungeons and Dragons, it's not always, I'm trying to make it like it's this really happy social thing. Yeah, everybody has a great, no, there are some guys. You're like, I'm not playing with that guy anymore. Yeah. That guy, that guy <laughs> sucks. I'm not playing with that guy anymore. And I, I always notice like, the, the style of play that would bother me the most is when someone would take me out of the story. I'm yeah. like, you, 
I'm like, I had this whole picture in my head. Like, what? Why would you? Why would you stop to argue right. about? Why would you interrupt that? Picture? Yeah, and, and another yeah. thing is, I'm like, we're we're doing this. We're creating the story together. Like, why do you care if the extra point of damage wasn't? Ca- <laughs> it's like, let's just go with it. Let's, and that's what I'm all into. And like, Tony knows this about me. It's like when people get caught up in that and just like the the stuff on the paper. I'm like, I I enjoy rolling ones. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and, and Dunge- for those of you who don't know, in Dungeons and Dragons, when you roll a one, it's basically the worst possible thing can happen. Like you, you fail miserably when that happens. I just find that that gives you a chance to kind of flex your muscles, and it's like, okay, what ridiculous thing did you just <laughs> unleash right now? You know what I mean? And I, I, I like rolling with it. Like the di- like if you just had your specs so high that every time you rolled. Like you like my dad's character and everybody just died around you. <laughs> what what kind of story can you tell like that? You know what I mean? It's like I I just want to – the dice are there not to – they're not necessarily there to help you. All they're there is to show you what happens next. Correct. That's it. And – what happens? You have to be okay with that. And I, I players that get pissed off when they when they fail something. I'm like, why? Like that's you're, you're going to remember part of it. This right. is the stuff yeah. you're yeah. going to remember. See on right. that on that note, like we've played many campaigns. We've had, we've played hundreds of different characters. Everybody's played all sorts of different races, classes. And I, me personally, I don't care what I play. I like to see where that guy goes. Yeah. If he, if he dies doing something stupid. We all know I've had those guys. <laughs> Quite a few. Quite a yep. few. The, the thing I, I like that that reaction. Yeah. Like, well, well, no, you're really not doing. It. Guess what? Yeah, I gotta go to work. I gotta. <laughs> this yeah. guy's dying right now. <laughs> That's happened a lot, actually. I gotta be up before. And the other thing, and let me tell, let me ask you guys if you experienced this. This is, I think, the craziest thing about role playing games like this, and especially in the framework that you set them up. Because you keep like Tony keeps it going so smoothly, and like when someone opens a book, he goes, "No, don't don't do that." He goes, right. "It's this," and he makes the ruling. You know what I mean? He's like, "Don't don't open the book." It, you, like, no, just we got to keep this right. going. Keep it going. Stay in the moment. Right. And yeah. the the benefit to that is when you have an interrupted picture in your head, you can live there. Right now, the thing is, Dan. Most of the time that I've spent with you together like this, I don't yep. remember you. <laughs> you remember his character. I, I, I don't. I don't. Oh, I, don't yeah. no, no, I don't picture. I, I wasn't offending you. I, I, I don't. I don't picture us sitting in your apartment with you know um, buffalo pretzels, buffalo buff, buffalo oh chicken God, pretzels, yes. and, oh, yeah. and, 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 and Edmonds cookies and Mountain Dew. You're like, I, no, that's oh not. God. I don't think back. I don't see that. Right. I see. Your Star character, right. you know, and I see us like running off a space station that's about to explode, <laughs> right? And you showing up in the last minute with the ship to get us off the space, like, like. And the thing is, when I remember that, I don't. I remember it like it was real, like right? It was yeah, like I, I remember, like I know, but I was in it, like mm. I was. And it's funny because Amory played. I'd be like, remember that time we ran off the space station, and, and it's like, yeah. And she remembers the same. Like, do you guys remember it that way? Like when you think yeah. about it, yeah. Yeah. especially when you're referring to it. You don't. You don't like refer to like, oh, remember when character A and character B yeah. and character right. C did. This it's like mm-hmm. no. Remember when we uh, remember yeah, right. when we right. marched up to the castle right. and we you know cleave that guy. It, in. It's right. bad when you you know when you have a conversation as your character and you just like we'll be out to like dinner. <laughs> and I'll be like oh Tony yeah. I'm like listen next week so and so is going to start attacking the thing and do it and he's like oh yeah we just start talking in character <laughs> at dinner. I'll talk to him in game, move the story along a little bit. We've done that. What are we doing? You know what it is? It's it's that's exactly what it is. Is 
is the rules are there to to make sure that everyone is on the same playing field and that the game can progress and be a, balanced and be balanced. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the second that you break that, whether it's somebody that that wants to make a joke at the expense of the story, which no is bad, jokes, I hate that. No or, jokes. Or you need to open this up and figure mm-hmm. it out. What I do now is I, I go down to snap my fingers. I go because the round is six seconds, so I give them I, I give them a little time. If they're a wizard and have a higher intelligence, I give them more time. Yeah. And if they just like whatever, do I give them six seconds? I go. Because that's what you have in a round. You yeah. get six seconds. Right. And that's what it is. So it keeps moving forward and you get past those moments. Because we're all, if you think about it, we're all in like a little bit of a daydream and a little bit focused. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like it's it kind of messed my brain up in life totally. I feel like I'm like, well, now I'm always there. But like that's what happens. You're, you're half visualizing and you're half focusing. And when you're, when you're there, my, be- my favorite moment is when I'm dungeon mastering and I just sit back and they're all arguing, debating it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I can leave the room and come back and they still be like, you know, you're ridiculous. We're not going to do that. Well, I, th- I, I always respected that you could do this. But what I gained more respect is we did a, a campaign uh, and I was the DM, right? And, and we, we did it. And my cousin Phil is a bastard. Because what, no, because like the bringer of games, he wants he wants to like the thing is you can deal with him. I can't deal with him. Like that's the like, oh, I just feed him. Yeah, no, you you feed the monster. No, but the thing is like I'll have like a really cool story device that I'm trying to like push everybody to, and he will like adamantly not go into it. And I'm like asshole. Like I'm trying to do something cool here. He's like, nope, I don't go into that room. <laughs> See, he, you know what he does to him, right? He what? he sets him up and he lets me mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I, I, Hand off. I find that at time I, I can't help it is if I after a while you know the weaknesses of everybody. You know what they do. I know, for example, Damien is a is a very defensive character. Right. You know, uh, you, you kind of you kind of see how they play, and, and so I start throwing obstacles that are tailored to to, to mess with with Scrow. Yeah. Like, no. You, 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 you <laughs> now you. <laughs> The, the thing is, like, <laughs> when, you know, you, you, you definitely, like, just like when you're playing a poker game and you're trying to, like, bluff your friend, you're like, oh, this guy is, you right. know, you, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you, you know it that. It works both ways, too. And, and it does. It the, does. The other totally thing knows is, that it does. I've read his mind yeah. every yes. time. <laughs> well, I, I, I also. <laughs> you're like, don't touch that. But I feel like when I play with you, we have a different like thing. Like you, like Tony, be talking. Everybody, especially like my cousin, will be getting caught in like the minutia or something, and he'll look at me and I'll be like, "All right, I just go, I'll do it." And he goes, and the story progresses. <laughs> Tony, Tony will look at me. Tony will look yet. at me and just be like. <laughs> right, this is the thing, this face like he, he's basically giving you this. He's like, he's, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. can on, you? He's like, I know, I could just make some like BS d- dungeon mastery thing to get us out of this, but can you please like? I said, I go to the next room because I'm really curious to see what's yeah. there. You know what I mean? So, like, Richie was always on plot, yeah, always on plot like, duty. Like, yeah, like. W- the, the, stat, the stat is not the cool thing about the game. The mm-hmm. stat is the thing that's hard about the game. Like, let's not mm-hmm. focus on it. It's cool to do it, but like, I, I always thought leveling up was a drag. You know, oh, it's my like, God. I know. I agree with you it's 100%. Like, uh, like that, that's the homework. Love leveling up. No, yeah. that's the oh, homework. That is the homework. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, like I come, like you said, to get involved in a story, to play a character, and like just to get lost in all that yeah. stuff. So yeah. now when it's like, I get an extra hit point here, see and that, I have to I get these numbers. numbers. That's why I like Man. character building. Like character building and leveling up, I feel like that gives me... This this broader outlook on the character of like, all right, where is it? Where is he progressing to? What's he What's he going to do? You know what's funny? You that's know? I think you're t- what you're talking about is like a left brain, right brain sort of thing. Yes, um, uh-huh. and I think that what's really wonderful about this game and, and these games in general is that it like has something for both types of people. Like it has something for the analytic, you know, like 
goal-oriented uh, gear and uh, stat-oriented. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> number crunching? What? No, number crunching? Yeah, like the people the who, just, who are just <laughs> trying to like angle things to for maximum potential. And, and there's also for people who just want to just get lost. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing I found that started to happen to me when I, when I played more with you guys is I became like you. Like you really rubbed off on me because I looked at what you did. I'm like, this guy doesn't give a shit. He's like, it's fun. No, he's he is losing himself in the part. He does do that. Yeah, yeah. He, he enjoys getting into the character. And if you ask him to take a step, he'll take that. Maybe he'll take another step after. But that. I was intimidated by it because like he'd be yelling at me in character. <laughs> I'd be like, why is this guy yelling at me? I see him like once a month, and this guy's just consistently yelling at me. But but what but what happened is like I started like yelling back in, in an accent, and then he and he gave me one of these. That was a Dave Ritchie earned nerd crit. <laughs> but then, but then, like I, I, and and you, as a, you're very clever about the way you do things because you reward players for doing that. Like you find a way to like encourage the the role playing, mm. and you go along with it. And so the thing is, like, there's stuff when we're playing that I know is not is not supposed to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I am selling it, like, and, and I am yes. performing it, Tony's like, I will allow it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? The thing to that, some people think that you're being biased to them as a, yeah. as a DM because they don't realize that some people know how to finagle things. Even in a metagame situation yeah. where, like, you know something your character doesn't. Yeah. You know, there are ways to get around that, and I'll, I'll let you steer through, and I'll be like, okay, I know what you're doing, but yeah. I, you are doing it legally, in a sense. Yeah. I, I stopped a game we were playing once to go buy a cape. <laughs> um, no, because I was playing like a, oh God, like yeah, an, an aristoc- aristocratic <laughs> character who wasn't a fighter. Uh, that was great. We had yeah. The gentleman Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And I said, my I, character was standing yeah. around. I said, I want to. I said, I need a cape because I'm pretty fabulous. You know what I mean? And Tony's like, you want, and and but I like went full into the character to get a cape, to buy this cape. And Tony played. He based the character he was playing off of Garrick from Deep Space Nine. Which and, and when, when I said, awesome. and the funny thing is, when Tony pulls in characters from other franchises, but like loosely based on them, we look at each other like this. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. It's like, it's like yeah. I knew what you made. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I know I what you're doing. <laughs> and, and then like he's like, oh, so just because, I, and I basically invented this part of the plot. Like he was, he didn't say, here's the map of the town. There's the cape store. Here's the cape yeah, store. Yeah, here's this. Here's this. He didn't. I said, I want to go buy a cape. Where would I find? He goes, um, you see a store. I was like, okay. And then he <laughs> end up making that guy like a. Part of the plot who had valuable information that we'll for us. never forget, and everybody's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "What do you think of the cape now, jerks?" You know? <laughs> so go to the jerk store. It was, it was pretty majestic. Not like a good plot device. Yeah. <laughs> so if if I, I just want to stress it to people because there are people who have like this this misconception about what role playing game is. It's really one of the best ways to get to know your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to get to know how they would handle certain situations and to know what friend not to bring with you to a fight <laughs> in real life. <laughs> right, like, j- no, it's just, it just, it's weird because, like, when you're using this other part of your brain, you, th- you reveal stuff about yourself, mm. you know? And it's like, which one of your friends is really willing to do anything to win? You know, which one of your friends is willing to stay behind when the roof is caving in on whatever building you're in to go- make sure you get out okay and risk their character? It's like that's, that's how you – it's like you just – you get to know each other. And you don't really get that with board games or playing poker or, or – or, or the worst is sitting there playing video games. Like when we all played Dungeons & Dragons online, but we're like, this is nice. But this is not better than sitting in the room. It's right. just not. Yeah. Like it, and that's what I'm trying to stress. So 
if if you if someone's watching this and they want to get into playing a role playing game for, and they don't know anything about it, what would you recommend they do? Um, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons is is basically. I mean, they could find a group of friends or, or find a group of people playing in like some some sort of. Well, but uh, I'm saying, what if they don't have access? Because that's a lot of people I talk to. Oh. is like like I say, oh, you got to play. It's like, well, I, I don't know anybody who plays. No one say, plays around me. I would say, okay, either either you're finding a group, which now, like you said before, like nerding is is kind of getting popular. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of groups. There's one from New Jersey. There's one from New York. You can join them. But also, what your father plays, what Vinny plays, DDO. That's a great way to start getting onto a, a thing where you're at least you're playing in a group because Dungeons and Dragons is special in the way of being a tabletop game is that like you said you're learning who your friends are and you're working as a team and that encourages the friendship and that encourages trust because you know while I haven't like hung off a cliff and had to, like reach out and have Dan you know arm pull me up you know my character did mm-hmm. you know and yeah. then you know had a, I'm being rushed by a bad guy and Vin came up and saved and saved him and then. Yeah. That kind of translates to real life where you remember, and I think it made a lot of us close over the years, where I think that we all feel that, like how close everybody is. But what, what I'm, okay, so what I'm a- asking is that if – so say there's like five guys that live in Ohio, right? And there's no Dungeons & Dragons anything anywhere near them. Find right? a book. Find, may, get get may a Dungeons & Dragons book. Is, is there a book? Is there a book you can get? You you can you can get the book. Yeah. You, can actually, you can actually play Dungeons & Dragons online. You can, you can go there's, – there's tabletop um, – Tabletop, what's it called? Uh, well, there's fantasy grounds. Fantasy grounds. I'm sorry, I blanked for a second. Fantasy grounds is a tabletop game setting that you could download Dungeons and Dragons on, and you could play on the internet. It's literally pen and paper, just online. And isn't this sh- your show associated with them? Yeah. Yes. So just recently, so we went live, and uh, three days later, we were in talks with uh, Fantasy Grounds, and. Um, now they're sponsors and partners with the show. Amazing. Yeah. And fan- so Fantasy Grounds, like you just said, is, is, is you can all be online. You could be anywhere throughout the whole world. But that Fantasy Grounds gives you that software that you all can play together. That's very cool. When, when you play on the show, do you play the same way we play or is it a little different? I play this the same way. And you know what? I, I went through a whole period of people just saying, no, don't do that. No. Don't do that. That's too much. <laughs> and, I, and I tried different things. You know, in one version, I was every – I was going to DM straight like, you walk into the yeah. uh, the room and you light a torch. And I was going to do the whole thing like that. And they were like, eh. And then I tried different things. And then I just went back to how I play normally and that's how I still play. I and I think YouTube is a great resource for learning how to do things because there's a lot mm-hmm. of things I learned from YouTube that I had no idea how to do. Um, and so I guess if – you know, aside from getting a book, I know like Dungeons and Dragons uh, makes a starter guide, you know, a starter quest with like pre-generated characters. Right. But I think a better thing, almost well, not a better thing, but a good supplement would be to watch Tony's show, and then you could see how different people because you could see how they play because the book doesn't tell you how to play. Mm. It really doesn't. Like right. you need someone who is who has a play style, and every you know? yes, that's, that's what it that's is. So and true. Everyone plays so differently, you know. That I learned over things over the years from other people and see how they play, and I incorporate what I liked. But like, if I had a guy come up to me in Walden Books, Walden Books, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dating Sh- myself years ago, and the guy is like, so he sees me with the dungeon dungeon master's guide. And this guy, he looks at me and goes, oh, wow. And he goes, that's awesome. You play? He goes, I got a 50-second level barbarian. And he says a thousand things. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. And I'm playing this game 20 years. And I go, I don't know what you're saying to me. <laughs> yeah, but, the, the weird thing speak is... Speak common, uh, man. Uh, uh, speak <laughs> common. <laughs> 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 we to bring it full circle. Yes, very good. And then right away. <laughs> but people, people play <clears throat> differently. I mean, 
I, there are guys who play like strictly by the book, and those guys hold on to their characters. Like I'll, you know, like yes. I'll talk to guys like, oh, I have a fifty second level, and and, and, and we never play- we never even get to that. Like we reset characters every quest. There, there are guys. There are guys that play uh, characters for eight years, ten years, and they're only on like like fifth level, sixth level. They go real slow, and yeah. some guys go fast. I think that's now okay. So technically speaking, you don't play by the book because you don't give XP like the like in the books no. of Dungeons and Dragons. It's like okay, if you kill this orc, it gives you you know thirty five XP, and you got to sit there and tally everything you get as dictated by the book. Tony basically threw that out the window and said, "You get what I give you at the end of the thing," and he <laughs> and he's thinking about it in a way where. It's everybody levels quickly because it keeps people interested. It's like when when that goal gets harder and harder to reach. It, it but but to yeah. balance that, he he wipes everybody. He you do it more like a video game where it's like by the time you get to the end boss, you you will be ridiculously yeah. powerful. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll be, be ready. Need to be to fight yeah. this thing fairly. And then and I'm and I'm going to give you every stupid power that you shouldn't have and be so ridiculously overpowered. But because <laughs> but the trade off with that is there's no way I'm letting this character go over to the next campaign like this is your basically your right. reward for getting to for sticking through you know well you know no. 18 weeks of this campaign or something like that well usually what happens is i i, I never stop sometimes we'll stop just because that what that what it is that's probably the experience that we've played with you guys yeah. because when we played when i played star wars with you guys we would have that gap in between so then we would just after a while if i lose the story in my head and it starts falling apart i'm like okay that's in the world we remember the history but now it's not something new but like scro uh, had a character who became king uh, Carcarius was his mm. name, and he was uh, an elven ranger. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. he went to like 46 level. Some he had a 40-something level yeah, character. And they played level. through campaign through campaign. And then it comes to a point where I say, you could probably retire your character. And he right. just kind of moves along, and he's doing his own thing. He's not a new person. So it kind of depends you know, what yeah, it is. Uh, you've brought some old characters back, but like I have to play them like an NPC or something like yeah, that. And you, sometimes you have to have conversations with yourself. Yeah. And I yeah. enjoy that because I have to have conversations with myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times they become like epic characters who kind of you know dive in to save the day at the last second. It's too. it's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the going off on a on a, on a little uh, side thing here, but one of my favorite things for to see Dan do as a character, as a player, is Tony because Dan's so good at role playing relies on him to be a lot of NPCs, and what Tony will do to <laughs> totally to totally screw <laughs> him, he'll he'll screw him and be like, okay, um, and you see this pilot that walks in the room, and his name is. <laughs> and, and, and I'll point to Tony. Tony will go. There's a man. His name is uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, sh- man. Schman. Schman. I'm Captain Schman. Hello. You know what I mean? That's what it is. That was Schman. ten. It was ten seconds of you jabbering. Man. Man. This man. Schman. This man. Schman. Schman. Captain Schman. I have fond memories of Captain Schman. Captain Schman yeah, and, was good. and Bravo. Yeah, and co-captain. It was co-captain. Co-captain Bravo. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. So, so were you Bravo or were you Bravo? No, I was Bravo. I'm, I'm Bravo. NPC. I want to wrap yeah. this up because this is probably more than the music fan of Band Geek can take. <laughs> but, uh, it's Band Geek. And, and for those of you who made it this far... We've definitely I, geeked. It's I've just been, called Geek right now. I, I've, been, uh, I've been really busy. I've been on the road for... I've been working nonstop since the year started, especially since February. I went to England. I was on the road for three weeks. I taught at uh, Ohio State University for a week. I've been, and I'm recording the new album. Uh, the new album actually is a sci-fi-themed concept album that I hope to plan, uh, turn into a, an animated movie. Um, but like while I was at um, – so I'm, the music stuff is coming back, guys. Trust me. But um, one of the things I want to just mention is while I was at Ohio State University, I did a, a seminar about you know, music business. And I told everybody about you know, YouTube channels. And they asked me, like, why bother? Like there's so many YouTube channels of people doing you know, 
uh, music theory lessons and and uh, you know gear reviews and all this stuff. Like why why add another one? And I said because people haven't heard you do it. Mm. You know what I mean? People don't know what your way. Like you can have if there's 20 videos online and someone explains something in a certain way that connects with you. That's the video. That's the guy you're going to go to. Yeah. And there's a lot of competition in this field for you know role playing game shows. Like if you just look at Twitch and go to the Dungeons and Dragons channel, there's dozens of people doing this, but no one does it like you guys. And I think that that's why you're going to be successful. And I think that that's the draw of this show. So if you want to see a really great group of guys who have the show down and uh, have the game down and do it in an entertaining way where it's immersive and it never you never get lost in the real you know uh uh technicalities yeah technicalities of the games and the semantics of the rules you know and just if you want to go on like a fun journey th- i think this is a good way to experience dungeons and dragons i mean there's a lot of good shows that do it but this you know i'm glad that you're doing this because when i tell people that i I, you know from time to time like to play role-playing games they don't understand what it is and after they see you do it i think it's gonna it it, it, people are gonna understand and i think and i hope people start playing like this because i kind of like your your way of doing the house rules you know Mm -hmm. and so where can people watch this show so uh, we're on social media, um, obviously, and theaudiodungeon.com is mm-hmm. the website, and that links out to our social media. But you can find us. All our episodes are on YouTube. Uh, we're on audio for Spotify and Apple iTunes. Um, but um, we're in talks of getting more networks to pick it up, APON Network, All Ports Open Network, uh, ASY TV. We're going to be partnering up with uh, Roku. Fantasy Grounds is going to be sponsoring, help us out a bit. We may do some stuff with them. Uh, but, yeah, you go to, to theaudiodungeon.com and – that is where you can link out to all social media, all the episodes and everything. And they have a pretty robust website with uh, like uh, aids for the game, like game like uh, supplemental materials. You know what I mean? Like that's it's pretty cool. What yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying basically just trying to. We are basically just trying to world build everything into it. You yeah. Know? So we we discussed how we're gonna doing a new show and how this adds on to the uh, the story and everything else. But that website eventually will be the world, and you can dive right in. So that's your superhero identity. Where can people find your uh, your your you know regular identity, your mu- musician identity? <laughs> so it's only in one place, really. It's um, Tony Hansen uh, Phoenix, which is H uh, A N S O N Phoenix F E N I X, and that's me on Instagram. And right. That's basically uh, my producing and music and things like that. And, and I'm uh, I'm gonna be. You, you've seen the studio if you watched the uh, Shazam video I did, and you know I also the dueling uh, McDonald's video we did. We, oh, yeah, we, yeah. we shot some of that here. The, the studio is beautiful. So if you are looking for a great, you know, real SSL room to work out of, and you're in the area, this uh, this is where you go. Phoenix Studios, F E N I X Studios dot com. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'll be recording some of the new album in here. Great. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, that's it for the show. Uh, if you liked what you saw and you want to support BandGeek, you can go to richiecastellano.com slash tipjar, and that's a PayPal form, and we love when you do that. That helps us out tremendously, and we promise we'll be making good with the content soon. And uh, you can, if you use Amazon, go to riotcast.com slash bandgeek, hit the Amazon banner at the top of the page. Uh, that brings you to your Amazon site like normal, except when you check out, a small percentage of your purchase goes to supporting our show, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Also, go to richiecastlound.com for BandGeek merch, and we also have signed pictures. Uh, we have signed CDs. We got all the BandGeek stuff you could possibly want. I want to thank my guests today, the Audio Dungeon. 
And, uh, yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. And uh, thank you uh, for Tony letting us do this episode at this beautiful facility that you can rent out if you want. And uh, that's it. So uh, please like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and I'll see you next time.